Welcome to this week's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. This episode is about questions to ask yourself before you make financial decisions. And they could be an extremely helpful roadmap to keep your spending and other decisions in check. But in some great news, we've just crossed 500 listens on this podcast, which is so awesome. Thank you to every one of you who has listened to the podcast episode. And be sure to check us out on social media and our website. Links, of course, are in the show notes. But the money talking points for this episode are from a different article I found online, but they're also in the show notes as well. The points are, do I understand what I'm signing up for? Why do I want to do this? Am I willing to wait until tomorrow? What would I do with the money if I didn't buy this? How many hours did I work to make this purchase? Am I trying to make someone else happy? Those are the six money talking points from today's episode. And make sure to check out the article that this episode is based around in the show notes. There's a lot to cover with the money talking points today. So let's get right into today's episode. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It is a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. Well, this issue is what brought Money Talk to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have much time to research and learn about all things when it comes to personal finances, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. Well, the topic today, it's a roadmap, bumpers, if you will, like when you're bowling, and it's to help you make decisions regarding all of your personal finance decisions, but mainly it's around making purchases. I've already listed the six questions we're going to cover today, but I'm excited to talk to you about how I feel about how they can help everyone with decision making and guidelines or a plan can be extremely helpful when it comes to managing your money. It takes the guesswork out of many decisions and allows you to automate a lot of your money decisions. Automation is key because who wants to spend a ton of time every single time your car insurance renewal rolls around? Once you develop a system or guardrails, you'll quickly know your criteria for renewing or finding an insurance company. But let's expand on how having a guidelines, a plan, or a series of questions can impact your personal finances, especially on topics beyond just car insurance, because this can apply really everywhere. So let's get into today's episode and talk about those guidelines. First up, let's talk about the impact that these guidelines will have on your finances. And building these guidelines or having a series of questions, it's impactful on more than just your auto insurance. I know that was the example I gave in the last section, but it can have a lot wider and broader of an impact. Think about when it comes to investing. Do you really want to sit down and spend potentially hours every single time you want to make a deposit to your investment account? No, at least I hope you don't. You better have, you have better things to do with your time. Automate it. Build those questions or a plan around investing and automate it. There's brokers out there and stock trading apps and things like that that'll let you completely automate it. You just set the plan and every time money comes into the account, it does what you want it to do. Automation is key towards building long lasting wealth. But the questions we're going to talk about today, in my opinion, focus a lot more on spending and helping you make the smaller financial decisions. But they can be a good compass to help you keep on track to where you want to be money-wise. So when it comes to that little bitty purchase, they can help you quickly say, hey, I need to wait to make that purchase. Or do I actually know what I'm getting into it? If not, I'm just going to stay away from it. I'm not even going to bother to learn what this really means. 
So let's get right into each of the money talking points and how you can use each one of them or how they can have an impact on your financial decision making. The very first question that we're going to go over and talk about in more depth is, do I understand what I'm signing up for? And do you, re do you quite realize, I would want to expand on this, what does that small decision, how does it impact your larger decisions? How does continually going out to eat every single month impact your retirement? Maybe it doesn't because you have plenty of money and you're aware of that, but odds are, if you're not aware of it, it might have a bigger impact than you think. And think about loans. Do you completely understand what you're signing up for with that buy now, pay later loan or the pay in four so you can spread it out over four months? But what happens if you don't pay in four? Sometimes there might be fees, but you just really need to make sure you understand what you're signing up for, especially when it comes to loans, because there can be fees and that fees can also apply to bank accounts. So you need to make sure when you sign up for that premium bank account, that nice one that gives you all those extra perks like phone insurance and all those things that you never knew a bank offered. Make sure you're paying attention to what the fee is, how the fee happens, how to avoid the fee potentially, just so you can ease up on the potential burden that signing up for whatever you're going to sign up for might have. Because that small fee might just start eating away just enough that suddenly you miss a, a payment on one of your bills or something like that because you didn't fully comprehend what you were signing up for. And now that's a much larger impact that that really small decision had on your overall financial picture. And do you ever make sure to check if what you're signing up for is a subscription? Is it something that you're getting something cheap because it's signing you up for a subscription? Make sure you know what you're getting into. Because the saying still stands true. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. And I think that especially applies now where in general, everyone's more comfortable with subscriptions. But if you're not careful with them, you end up signing up for a whole bunch and then you never cancel them. And then it has that larger impact on your overall financial picture. But the next question we're going to cover is why do I want this? Do you want it to show off? Do you want what you're purchasing because of need, desire, entitlement? Do you feel like you have to have it because you just got that big first job right out of college? Like those, this why, why do I want this question is a very good one to ask when you're trying to debate whether you really need a purchase. And I hope that question can give you some sort of a perspective check on why you're purchasing something. Because if you're purchasing something just to show off, you probably don't need it. And odds are the people that you're trying to show off to probably don't care just to, to shoot straight on that one. But if it's a need, I mean, there's understandable situations where you need to buy something. So you can keep, keep it real with yourself. Just be real on why you actually want something. The third question is one that I really love. It's called, or it says, am I willing to wait until tomorrow? And this plays into the 24 hour rule. And that means don't buy anything that's not a necessity for 24 hours. If there's something that's on your mind that you're like, I think I need that. Well, it's probably a want unless it's absolutely necessary. And obviously that's the exception to the 24 hour rule. But if there's something that you're like, hey, I'm considering buying this because I think it'd be entertaining or I think it, I'd have a ton of fun with this product and things like that, but don't buy it for 24 hours. If you set that hard and fast rule, you're going to find out there's a lot of things that you don't really need. And when the 24 hours comes later, you might not even remember what you wanted to purchase. So you can add it to your shopping cart and let it sit there and think about if you really need it, but let 24 hours go by and see if you really still feel, still feel the same way. And it'll help you stay out of getting caught up in that moment of instant gratification. When you log on to your Amazon and it says prime shipping in 
three hours. If you order in three hours, we'll get it there by 5 p.m. when it's like 3 p.m. Like that's as almost instant gratification as it can get because you're like, well, I don't have to go out in traffic. This thing's going to be here before the end of the night. I can use it tonight. I can use it first thing in the morning. You probably don't need it. Give yourself 24 hours. That's a good, that's a good rule to ask yourself. The next question is, what would I do with the money if I didn't buy this? Think about delayed gratification with this one. Think about how much money can grow. Think about the, the famous marshmallow test. Think about investing that money, buying something nicer, saving money for a bigger future expense. What if you're buying some sort of a cheap speaker system now because you want it right now, but if you waited one more month and two more paychecks or something like that, you can buy the nice one that you know is quite a lot better, but not that much more expensive. So think about delayed gratification with that question. The next question is how many hours did I work to make this purchase? And I think this one applies a lot to teens and young adults, especially when they have their first job. I know myself, it made me stop and ma- stop, made me stop myself from making some dumb purchases when I got my first job. And because I remember right when I got my first job, those hoverboard, two wheeled Segway things were becoming really popular and I really wanted one, but it would take a lot of hours at my first job to get one. So I didn't get one. There was other things I wanted to spend my money on. And I think it can be helpful for anyone, any age to understand the impact that a purchase is potentially going to have. So think about how many hours did I work to make this purchase? The final money talking point and question for today's episode is, am I trying to make someone else happy? And this goes to the reason why you're buying it. Is it to show off to someone? Are you buying something to impress someone who doesn't really care? And I subscribe a lot to the idea that life gets a whole lot better when you don't worry about what other people think. I didn't really used to think this way, um, but my wife really helped instill this idea in my mind that when you don't worry about what other people think, it, it just gets a lot easier. Like you're not constantly stressed about what clothes you're wearing or what kind of car you're driving or what kind of phone you have or this, that, or the other. Think about something that you feel like there's a real desire or purpose for you to have the latest and greatest or the nicest and newest. And think about why is that? Is it because it's actually a necessity? Because Odds are very high you don't need the brand new iPhone every year because the old one is still really just as good and there's not really that much of a jump year over year between them. And I didn't even realize that until my wife said, hey, why do you need a new phone? And she just kept pestering me on it almost and saying, why do you need this new phone? And I was like, well, I, I like it and I have always been able to afford it. I was on a plan with T-Mobile that made it really easy with their jump on demand and I didn't want to lose that plan. So marketing worked on me there. Um, but she got me to say, Hey, yours still works. Like just skip one. Once I skipped one generation of an iPhone, I was like, wow, I, yeah, no, no noticeable difference in my life. So the question was, am I trying to make someone else happy? So think about those six questions. Let's go over them one more time. The six questions to think about today are, do I understand what I'm signing up for? Why do I want to do this? Am I willing to wait until tomorrow? What would I do with the money if I didn't buy this? How many hours did I work to make this purchase? Am I trying to make someone else happy? But let's wrap up today's episode. I hope I gave you some good points on each different question, but I do have some final thoughts and final conclusions. Well, don't feel like you have to master this overnight, especially when it comes to not caring what other people think. I know there's a lot of change that can come from asking yourself these questions and a lot of things that you can really figure out with them. 
but don't try to do it all overnight. You won't be able to figure it out overnight. Just start noticing little things with these questions. And I think these questions can provide a great guideline when it comes to figuring out what you want to do with your money. When I thought through these questions, I can think of multiple times where one of these questions saved me from making an unnecessary purchase. So unnecessary that I really can't even remember what I was going to purchase. But don't let yourself get caught up in the overconsumption of same day shipping or free delivery and what that can provide you. Build a plan and stick to it. It will get easier and easier. And then when you reach financial independence, the habits will be so set in stone that you will be able to do whatever you want, but you'll still have those great habits. So you won't really have to worry about overspending all the money you've collected. But I'm so happy to say that we've crossed 500 listens. Crazy to think that this little podcast hobby of mine has been listened to over 500 times. That's super cool. Please be sure to check out my social media and website in the show notes. I usually post a website on my website, a blog post, or a little bit more of a write-up on each episode. A little bit different from what I say in the podcast. So if you want even more information, go check out my website. But thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk. The Money Talk show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice. Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation.